Hello. What's up? What's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, Twitter looks. Right, I'm just trying to connect shit here. Twitter looks a little weird today, so hopefully this doesn't fall on us. It just kicked me off the app and um, uh, managed to join back in, but we'll see. Okay. Is this the the show that the invite was set up on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, luckily, Twitter they've added a feature where you can just reconnect to a space if you disconnect as a host. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so that's good. Okay, perfect. Um, I see people are joining. Good to see you guys in here. Uh, we're gonna get started in just a couple of minutes here. Get everyone in. Get a couple of tweets out, and then uh, we'll get going. Thanks for jumping in. All right, guys. We have the projects in here now. Let's see. We're waiting on. And I'll see sentries. Sentries, okay. They're here, right? <clears throat> Where There's vandals. Bringing them up. Uh, let's go. That's two. It's a big show today. Five, uh, five projects. Meta Drago, BR1, Sonova. There's the uh, Resi 
<clears throat> Reza, you're with Vandal City. Bring you up. Let's sign over. How's everyone doing? GM. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good to have you. Thank you for having us. Pleasure to be here. It's a good day to have a good day. 100%. All right, guys. It's the Morning Mint Show. It's uh, Koopy Tolstoy, a.k.a. Uh, and myself, hosting. Uh, we've been hosting these shows going back to October. 900-plus projects have been on. Continue to do these shows twice a week, usually 8 a.m. Central. It just kind of depends on the calendars, what we have going on in real life. Uh, but, yeah, I have an awesome lineup today. We have uh, Sentries hanging out with us, Mental City, uh, Sanova, Metadrago, and BR1. I think we're still waiting on BR1, so hopefully they'll get in here. And uh, we'll start digging in. We'll kind of run the same, um, I guess, order of show as we normally do the run of show. Do some intros with each of them. So each of you guys give us, you know, a minute or two. Don't go over if you can. Just the high level, what you're building, uh, who you are, maybe where you're based. And then um, Tolstoy and I will circle back and go deeper with you guys. If you've got uh, questions for any of these projects in the room, please feel free to request them. Mike, come up here, hang out with us. That's what it's all about. Tolstoy, super smart. Me, not so much. But even together, we don't have all the questions to ask. So we want to hear from you guys. Uh, all that we ask is when the projects that we're going deep with BR1, you know, come up and request questions for them at that time. Don't come in and ask about vandals if we're talking to BR1. It just gets, you know, cluttered, right? So we want to stay kind of focused, organized, get a bunch of alpha data out to the community. Uh, last thing I'll just mention is the show is recorded. So you missed part, got a hop. Don't worry. The show will be live or saved for the next 30 days. So we got your back there. A uh, quick shout out to NFT Folio app. I'm a co-founder there. But if you haven't checked that app out yet, it's on iOS and Android, absolutely free, no paywall, no NFT planned, just awesome awesomeness. Uh, you can track your portfolios, track floor prices, mint calendar, news calendar. There's chat in there as well. We're building out a ton of functionality. So check out NFT Folio. And then a big thank you to, uh, to Cheddar Black Games. Haven't checked those guys out. If you like games, like most of us do, you want to create your own e-franchise, e-sports franchise, you can just by owning NFTs. Could be very, very valuable down the road. So check out what they're building around e-sports and franchising. They also are launching games where they're sharing revenue back to holders. So uh, some really good stuff happening with uh, the Cheddar Black Games guys. But with that, before we go to intros, I know we're four minutes in already. So Tolstoy, what do you want to share with us? What's going on with you? Um. You know what? I just want to thank you guys for coming up here. Um, appreciate all these wonderful projects and our listeners for being here. And uh, we have, uh, what, five projects on our show today. Um, so I want to give everyone a fair chance to speak and give them enough time. So I just want to get started and let's go and uh, do the intros. And um, maybe I'll pass the mic over to you. Um, yep. Let's just go down let's the list running. and get interest from everyone. Google Sentries, Vandal City, Sinova, Metadrago, BR1 when they get here, just in the order of tweets. So, Sentry's mic's over to you. Give us an intro, and let's rock and roll. 
Hey, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you and everyone this morning. Uh, I'm on, this is my third consecutive spaces. So let, let's go, let's go. Uh, my name is Divide. I'm calling in from Northern California. I am the project lead uh, and one of the co-founders of Centuries. Uh, at Centuries, we are building a PFP project and very soon, we will be running hundreds of validators and thousands of RPC nodes for other businesses and projects. We'll share our profit uh, from that business uh, back with everyone through a rewards pool for everyone who holds a century. Uh, if you want more value sooner, though, you can mint a century and power it up by staking soul in our validator, the load, which is currently running on mainnet. And it, you can earn increased rewards beyond just the APY, the return rate that you earn on the typical validator. So Friday, August the 19th on Bifrost, Minta Century, there's 8,000 of them, one soul apiece. And uh, we, we hope that you'll rock with us. Uh, thanks for having us, having us here. I appreciate it. Awesome. Good quick intro. Right to the point. Appreciate it. Keep rolling through Vandal City. Over to you guys. And, and if you're in the room right now, guys, it's difficult for people to see spaces when they're out. Just Twitter's made it more difficult now. If you wouldn't mind retweeting the space, the first pin up top, top right. If you'll retweet that, I know the projects would be grateful. We would be too. It'd be great to have more people hearing and seeing what these guys and gals are building. So, But with that, uh, let's go over to Vandal City. Give us an intro. Yo, how are we doing, guys? This is Solana Berries. Um, good, good to see you. Vandal City. Uh, we're doing a lot right now. We got an art rework, a uh, whole XP system, reward system. Um, we're kind of setting up for the long haul. We have a lot of plans for when the art rework comes out. Um, we have all kinds of ways to gamify sub DAOs. Um, a really cool tool we're building that is like very universal to not only NFTs, but crypto alone. And yeah, just in general, just hitting all angles. We got production people, art people, uh, two really talented devs. And um, yeah. Uh, I won't talk too long, but head to vandalcity.io and check out the light paper and you can kind of read up um, the more gritty, nitty gritty details. Awesome. Good to see you. Thanks for the quick intro. Sonova, over to you guys. Hey guys, can you hear me okay? You sound great. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on today. Um, obviously super grateful to be here and excited to learn more about all of the projects that are here and obviously help everyone who's listening learn a little bit more about what we're working on as well. Um, so my name's Max. I'm the CEO and founder of Sinova and a bit more recently Builders. So Sinova itself is an NFT project. We launched back in uh, March this year. The collection consists of 5,012 AR, VR and metaverse ready superheroes. So we started off with like a, a 2D collection. Holders could then stake their NFTs and earn Novaks, which they could then use to upgrade into the 3D Sinovians. Now, these characters are going to be featuring in our upcoming comic book and our 11-episode animated film series. Our story for our comic book has already been written, just working on the artwork for that at the moment, and that's due to be completed at the end of the month. So that's something that we're really looking forward to. Um, we sort of, I guess not we, but some people have said, um, with what we're doing, are you sort of trying to be the next Marvel? We're not sort of looking to do that. We're trying to be the first Sinova. But for sake of sort of comparison, you could say that our sort of vision is to be somewhat of the, the marvel of, of Web3 in the long run. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much a, a brief overview of Sinova itself. Builders is something that we very recently announced. I won't go into too much um, about that now, obviously, like you said, they've only got. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> Thanks for coming up. Sorry, my uh, mute button got stuck there. 
So that was Sonova. We've heard from Centuries, Metal City, Sonova. Briefly, let's go over to Meta Drago. How you doing, guys? Um, my name's Tihi from Meta Drago. Um, we've been in the space since November. So yeah, man, in, in November it's going to be a whole entire year since we've been uh, we've been in this space building. Uh, we've been building very quietly for a while, and our biggest thing is sustainability. Um, we've been in the space for quite a while, guys, and we've had to problem solve and figure out how to make our project, our NFT project, uh, last in the long term. So we built out multiple solutions, created multiple services um, based around our Ember ecosystem, which is our token. And we're basically looking to, um, in the big picture, provide sustainable solutions for projects so that they can keep growing, um, building and uh, moving forward in Web3. Awesome. Short and sweet. Thanks, man, Drago. And then BR1, Alchemist, is representing um, BR1. So I think you're the founder too. Is that right? No, I'm actually, I'm head of business development, development okay. uh, founder and co-founder of two of my very close friends uh, since ch like childbirth. So, you know, great to work alongside them. So um, we gave you a job because you needed one. <laughs> I mean, I, we're all, we've all kind of been in the similar space and like I just knew who's up to some crazy stuff. So I was like, hey, what are you up to? And bang, here I am today. Awesome. Um, I don't know if anyone knows a little bit about us. Uh, we're the biggest, craziest game you've never heard of. Um, really trying to bridge that gap seamlessly between Web 2 and Web 3. You know, bringing payment on ramps into Unity. Um, basically, our game is most layman terms, maybe a cross between PUBG and Fortnite, where you spawn into this map, clearly the Battle Royale style, but we've thrown a twist on it. We are Infinite Royale, which is the game never actually ends. So... People call it an instance. That would be like one map with, you know, the 150 people. We are going to be closer to 300 people, never ending gameplay. You're prompted when you want to spawn into the game. Let's say our $1 game mode to pay $1 equivalency in Solana. You spawn into the game kind of like Rust style or PUBG where you start, you know, let's say maybe on the outside of the map, less loot as you work your way to the center, the real, you know, uh, fast pace, you know, uh, blood pumping, clammy handed type of gameplay, you know, the real shooting and looting. Um, what's different about us is we're a kill to earn rather than a play to earn. So, you know, in order to actually make money, I actually have to accrue kills. So my best explanation is, you know, that sweaty kid from high school who just destroyed Rust and Nuketown, like think of what he got out of the game. Pretty much absolutely nothing. Aside from he was known as that sweaty player. Um, now, you know, just on average, if you're in our $1 game mode and you have a 3.5 KD, you're making around $14 an hour. You know, move that to our $5 game mode, that's closer to $75 an hour. Again, it's really just trying to bring that high stakes kind of betting on yourself poker vibe to the Solana ecosystem in the gaming world. So that's a little bit about us, guys. Awesome. Good intro. Thanks for, for coming on. Uh, all right, so let's start running through some of the, the content here, digging deeper with each of the projects. We've got Centuries, Vandal City, Sonova, Vandal Drago, BR1, all giving quick intros, uh, App of the Week, NFT, Folio app, check them out on iOS and Android, and then Cheddar Black Games with their eSports uh, ecosystem they're building out. Definitely worth a look. Uh, I know Vandals has um, going to be a conflict coming up, so we'll start with them, and then we'll start just rolling through. If you've got questions for Vandals, feel free to come up um, and ask questions. So... You're reworking the art. You've got kind of a reward system in place. Uh, I don't know much about this, this sub-DAO gamification. I'd be curious to hear about that. But maybe just start by giving us a broader-based uh, picture of what Vandals is all about and what you guys are hoping to accomplish with the business. Yeah, sure. So um, obviously, 
at the end of the day, we, we want to build that kind of strong, tight-knit community, um, kind of have that exclusive feel, um, which is slowly starting to grow, obviously, as, like, floor price goes up and, you know, we hire more experienced hunters, callers, um, community managers, and just, like, overall getting bigger people into the project. And, you know, I would say, like, immediately off the bat, we wanted to create a storyline and a theme that resonated in a lot of people. And this idea of being vandals is really geared towards the narrative that all of us in Web3, crypto, NFTs, everything, we really are vandals to like the Web2 narrative um, that's kind of stuck in the nine to five life. Put your dollars in your local bank and blah, 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 and, you know, pay taxes, all this. And um, not saying that we don't all pay taxes, wink, wink. But what I was going to say is, you know, we, we wanted to really drive in this narrative. This is like, this is who we really are. This resonates with everybody, girl, guy, um, just anybody in Web3. So we've kind of since then lost the narrative since kind of Mint. And we've kind of gone towards this art rework route. And we wanted to kind of repaint it in a way. And so we've designed this whole XP system where you can update your old art kind of similar to like the D gods, dead gods way where you pay, you know, our token to get it, but we've kind of gamified it where there's an XP based system. I won't get too in depth with it, but essentially over the course of the next few weeks, um, you'll be able to like earn XP through all kinds of ways, both, both, both passive and paywalled through vault, the art token. And you'll be able to like rank up your vandals. So then when the new art releases, you'll get the rank in the leaderboard, the XP leaderboard of the new art that you got. So it's obviously all form like formulatic or sorry, it's all formulas and mathematical um, analysis, like how we made like the game. So nobody gets kind of screwed over where you had like a rank five and now it's rank a thousand. But um, there is some upside and downside to making decisions within the game. And I think that's going to be the most fun part to see. And we're actually releasing the first way to earn XP soon. There is a kind of a passive way in the background right now, but I'm really excited to see how people decide to assign XP to their vandals and rank them up. And um, yeah, it'll be fun to see. Um, quick, quick question about the, the levels and, and XP. Um, what's the overall goal there? So uh, I think the maximum level it says, um, uh, what, what is it like level 30, I think, um, if I remember correctly from your white, white paper. Um, what's the overall goal when you get to the highest level? Um, what do you achieve? Yeah, so... In general, you're really achieving the higher ranked Vandal out of the new artwork rework. Um, that's kind of the game. And then through having that higher uh, reworked Vandal, you'll also by getting a new art rework, you earn more vault tokens per day, which then will be kind of filtered in all the utility that we build from now on. But on top of that, you're getting the new better art. You're going to have these better traits that we're going to gamify the sub DAOs around. And um, it's really just fighting to get close to the top. So level 30 is the max level. So what we did is we rank lock rank one. It's hard to promise everybody the rank, but what we can do is just promise rank one. So we just full boosted that to rank 30. The next highest is rank, uh, level 20. And so you're really fighting locally within, you know, the top 100 ranks will kind of go up and down depending on how they decide to assign their XP. Um, we've designed it in kind of like a, the inspiration I got from it was like Pokemon, how you can like uh, just put the, your favorite Pokemon at the top of your party and always fight with them and they earn the most XP and then everybody else, all your other Pokemon kind of suffer. You can kind of do that with Vandals. So we made a way like no matter how you earn XP through all your Vandals, say you have 10, 
you can just assign all of that earned XP to one Vandal if you want them to rank up the highest. So it'll be interesting to see because then if, you know, that person who has 10 only ranks up one, then all of their other ones will probably drop in rank compared to the other Vandals around those. So things will be moving up and down the leaderboard. We have a super cool UI where you can just scroll through the leaderboard and see everybody's XP bars. And you can see, you'll be able to see them shift live. And um, yeah, so, so really the, the upside is um, more rewards, more vault and better art. And then through the better art, we're going to make sure that there is some kind of gamified experience to different traits and different ranks and everything. I got you. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so you got, you guys minted in March, um, you said, and you know, th things have obviously changed uh, since then. I'm sure you had a vision for the projects uh, before you launched. Um, and I imagine that uh, vision has sort of adapted, evolved and changed over time. Where is your head at right now? Where do you see Vandals going within the next, let's say, six months to a year? Um, you know, not, not asking for anything uh, specific, but um, as an idea, yeah. Um, where do you think Vandals will be then? And um, what do you think that your community will represent? Yeah, and, you know, this is the challenge for a lot of people right now. And, you know, obviously we're in this kind of bear market state, volumes at an all-time low. Um, for us, really, it's prepping for the next bull run. And we want to make sure that everything um, from back to front looks amazing. And, you know, the first step is obviously the art rework. But we're building all cool kinds of tech that people were to use, mostly exclusive to Vandal holders. And it's really, in the long term, what I've said is I want the Vandals brand and NFTs, like the artwork, everything to be very familiar. Um, I think it's, that's something that makes a lot of kind of top projects amongst like Ethan soul, like so amazing. Like, like when you see a D God, you know, that's a D God. When you see a board ape, you know, it's a board ape. Um, so that familiarity is like so important to building the larger scale brand. Um, because if nobody can recognize you without seeing, with, with just seeing the image, you, you're just, you're lost. So that's kind of my long-term goal. I, I want this to be, I want Vandals to have like its own ring, its own um, kind of uniqueness. And so that's kind of what we were going for with the, with the rebranding. Um, obviously the logo is very simple. It's just three Vs, but we wanted something that was like very simple and easy to see, like look at. Um, you didn't really have to guess what it was. And um, yeah, long term, I really want to have some universal tools in the ecosystem. I want to build all kinds of fun stuff. Obviously, we're so available to pivot to the market. We're not building. We don't really say we're going to build this in six months because we don't know what the market's going to be like in six months. So we're just ready to build anything. We have a really talented on staff engineers. Everything is built in house. We don't we don't outsource any code or anything. So when there's small changes or we need to do this or that, like. We just do it like we just write it um so that's kind of like gotcha. our biggest strength i think amongst other projects is that um we don't outsource anything because we just don't what, trust anybody what what does that team look like right now um how, how many are there what roles do they have sure so so i'm the i'm the main founder the other founder is my actual irl brother he's about four years older than me shackled um he's also the lead engineer um shackled has like 10 years of kind of dev work experience for like top tech companies, top finance, whatever. And uh, then we have Evo, who's another kind of, we say lead engineer, but they're, they're the engineers. Um, he also has a ton of experience, both in web three and web two. 
So what they, they're the kind of main engineers. I'm also a software engineer, but I don't write code on the daily. Um, I kind of, I worry about everything in between. And, but when there are small changes to make, you know, I can always hop in, uh, make like a small UI change, this, that. And so we really have kind of two and a half devs that are full-time, highly motivated to work, well-paid. Um, you know, obviously two out of three are co-founders. And then we have three artists. Um, one of them, Ronos, is making the new NFT art. Um, we have Tej, who makes a lot of like kind of mini content pieces. Uh, if you see like the, some website backgrounds, Twitter headers, stuff like that, Tej kind of comes in and makes them. And he's always available and he'll make them on a date notice or start making them on date notice. Um, and then we have Adam slash, I think he goes by Error now. Uh, he's all video production. Um, he helps with a lot of little stuff that helps a lot. Like, like anything we just need to like throw in Photoshop and like create an image for, or, you know, adjust the coloring or this and that. And he also makes like amazing video production uh, videos, which we have another one dropping soon for the first XP paywalled system. Um, so overall, you know, kind of three devs, three artists, we have an amazing community manager named Ted. He handles all, he basically runs the Vandal Twitter that I'm on right now. Uh, all kinds of contests, uh, keeps the community engaged. You know, we're giving out vault vandals, he's making sure everybody knows what's going on. We're hosting gaming events, poker tournaments, um, just all kinds of stuff to get the community engaged. You know, get on Twitter, post about it, win some vault, win this. And just then, up. yeah, then we have obviously a team of moderators. We have a team of four alpha hunters and callers. They've been making amazing calls lately, even in bear market. Um, getting whitelist spots for essentially every project, you know, every big project launching these days. So, you know, I'm proud of them too. So it's a, it's a well-oiled machine at the end of the day. Fully and, stacked uh, team. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a well-oiled machine. Sure, everyone's sure. happy. Um, obviously we're doing well, so everybody's happy, but you know, I would say that like everybody's motivated, you know, they're proud to be a part of Vandals, which is something important to me. They don't just see it as like another one of the projects they're involved in. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. And I, I would say like, from the kind of dev point of view, like especially the top three that I mentioned, um, we're only vandals. We, like, we don't work on anything else. Of course, the co-founders don't, but you know, Eva, one of our really talented devs, like it's just all vandals all day, every day. And we make sure he's compensated so he doesn't have to go find work elsewhere. All right, amazing, sounds good. Um, I see, uh, Syrup, I see you got your hand up, man. Um, do you have a question for vandals? Um... Yeah, I had a question. Um, as far as uh, holders of the current collection, like uh, for an example, if somebody's holding a, a top 10 ranked Vandal City now uh, and they don't participate in uh, your the experience gaming, um, what happens as far as when the new branding comes out, the new artwork comes out, uh, will that person then get penalized because uh, he's not a ranked one or, or above. Yeah. So this is the, um, this is also in the light paper a little bit, but I can kind of explain the, the reason behind everything. Um, so essentially we're at this point, right. A while ago, you know, two soul where, you know, two thirds of the mint price, you know, we want people to really resonate with their vandals. They're not getting it from the current art. Um, some people obviously pay premiums for higher ranked vandals, et cetera. Um, so in the XP system, your starting XP reflects both your rank and a boost of XP based on any premium traits you paid for. Like if you paid for a cloud mask and you paid three soul above the floor price, you were, you were compensated with that XP wise to get your rank closer to what you paid. Um, essentially is how we can describe it. 
and all that's in the white paper, like which traits got boosts and et cetera. Um, but what you're asking really is, okay, I have the old artwork. I don't want to enter the city gutter is what we call it. And, you know, get the new artwork and do the whole XP thing. It's too much for me. So what I can say about that is that we're not going to make anybody change their art if they don't want to. Our, our job and our goal is to make sure there is no reason not to do it. And we're, our job is to make sure it's financially irresponsible not to do it. So if you don't do it, and we're going to give plenty of opportunities after the actual art releases to get in pretty much not for free, but like we're, we're going to make it very easy to get in. And um, basically, like if we start gatekeeping our rewards and everything we're doing and our tools to those who actually do the art rework and we make, you know, the, the staking rewards higher, this, that, like people are just going to do it. Even if they really like the old art, our job is to make the new art so, so good that they won't keep the old art. It'd be if similar to like sense. dead gods. D gods versus dead gods, you know, eventually most people went over and deaded their yeah, god. Right? Exactly. I mean, you can see right now, like people who haven't deaded their god don't get a Utes whitelist. Um, like it, it's a very, it's, it's, it makes sense, right? It's financially irresponsible not to dead your God and get that Ute while, while it's cheap. Cause you know, the price of dust to dead your God goes up per week. So, um, that's kind of, I, I guess the difference, that. the difference between that is you're applying, uh, a whole nother mechanism of experience, right? So, uh, it's just like, it's just, I'm just a little confused as far as if the person ends up with the most experience, they're then going to get the number one ranked NFT in the new art collection. From what I can understand, then what happens to the guy, you know, that has the number one or the top 10 in your current collection? How does that get ranked in the new collection? Yeah, sure. It's so, um, this is always been like, of course, but I will answer here. So the, uh, the levels. Yeah, just are... assume no one's going to read the white paper because I don't read them either. But yeah, keep yeah. on. <laughs> we, I, tried to make, I tried to make it fun to read, but it's okay. It's, it's short too. But anyway, don't worry about it. Uh, I can explain it. Uh, so the levels are actually uh, step ladder based. So the, and the, um, the experience to level up is uh, exponential. So basically just like the smaller, the lower the rank you are, the closer you are to the next rank, the higher rank you are, the further away. And so we kind of made it this system so that if you have a really high rank, it's unlikely you'll drop too many ranks because there's so much XP between each one compared to the lower ranks where it's kind of just the wild, wild west, you know, people will move up and down on the daily, but in the higher ranks, that's a little harder. Now, that being said, if somebody has 50 vandals and they really want to boost that one vandal and they're going to sacrifice giving XP to all their other vandals, then of course, you know, that one vandal is going to rank up, you know, that's the opportunity cost for them. Um, so, you know, we tried to design a system, um, XP wise, and we did all the math behind it, where if you had a top rank vandal and you never entered the city gutter throughout the whole XP system, you wouldn't drop, like you got to rank 10, you wouldn't drop to like rank a thousand. That being said, if you do absolutely nothing, you don't enter the city gutter, like you're not doing anything, you could drop to like rank a hundred. So it's, you're still local ballpark where you were, but you know, you're losing that opportunity to get the XP and kind of going I back. Got you. To that that makes before, sense. No, I, I appreciate that. That makes no, a lot what of sense. I, what I said before, just to clarify, is like the thing is, is before we had this art that was or this collection, this art that was like a two soul floor. Now we're at like eight. So at the moment, I can't see why anybody would be upset 
with anything, right? Like, you know, they're, they're ranked 10, had a very low floor before. Now it's, it's basically financially irresponsible not to do it because now you're, you know, we're growing with the collection. You want to join the wave and, you know, get that higher rank, cool art and, you know, be a part of it. I, there's no reason not to. And especially if you have, it's not too expensive to enter the city guard. It's not like a thousand dust. Like it's, it's like 539 volt right now, which is like less than two soul. So it's not like a huge cost uh, given that the floor price has gone up four times what it was when we started this. Nice. And my last question, uh, and I'll pass it on, is what percentage of the collection is currently staked? Sure. So we recently uh, moved guttered vandals, which is the people guaranteed with the new art rework. They paid the vault um, the advanced training. So now we're kind of divided between the two. I think I did a check this morning. So basic training, I think, has 5,000-ish, 5,100. And advanced training has 4,400, about. I don't know the exact numbers off my head. So that's 9,500, and then I think it's about 250 listed. So that kind of doesn't count for 250 that are just lost somewhere. I don't know. People didn't want to participate. Uh, but yeah, so we're kind of in that kind of 9,400 out of 10,000 state somewhere. Nice. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, we really pushed the staking thing because people knew they were going to do the art rework and they're going to need vault. So then they're like, well, I might as well stake it and earn that vault to get there. So a lot of people are actually just waiting to get enough vault to make it in. And, um, you know, that's why we're doing so many vault giveaways and contests because we really do want everybody to get this art. We don't want them to have to pay a ton of soul for vault. We want them to like be able to earn it by participating. Okay. Training one versus training two. What's the difference? Uh, so we just call it training and advanced training and, uh, training is 12, vault a day advanced training is 18 vault a day so you get that kind of 33 percent increase um and then through that we have you know the hash list of people who are advanced training and we can start offering them kind of more separate rewards and whatnot so how do you, you know, see, want... how do you get the advanced training yes that's my question oh you just have to enter the city gutter uh which is basically like deading your god you just um yeah so you just once you enter, enter the city gutter you get that new silhouette image you might see some in the in the um people in the audience um, and that kind of sacrifices your old metadata with a guarantee of the new metadata when the art releases. Is this um, is it, is it lock staking, by the way? Uh, no, it is not lock staking. You can okay. unstake whenever you want. Um, yeah, but not a big fan of lock staking because it kind of puts the time. It's like a ticking time bomb, right? Fair enough. Um, okay, yeah, I, I, th I think so far that's that's uh, fairly fairly clear um, uh, to me. I, th I think we've got um, Anis that we've brought up here. Um, this is going to be our, our last uh, request for Vandals, I think maybe. Uh, Anis, did you have a question for uh, for Vandals? Okay, Anis, if you don't have a, a question, then I'm going to give the mic to uh, Rehan, who also came up here, or I'm bringing him up. Uh, who probably has a question, I think. Um, hey, Rehan, how you doing? Hello. Okay. Hey, Rehan, how you doing, man? Have you got a question? Mate. Okay. Yeah, guys, come on. If you're going to request a mic, ask a question, please. Don't waste the time. Uh, Moon, uh, anything else that you'd like to add over here? I think Rehan's maybe got a question. 
Rehan, you got a quick question for Daniels before we move on? Maybe it's glitching. Rian? I see I see uh Rezzy's got their head up as well. Go for it, Rezzy. Yeah, there we go. Hello, do you hear me alright? Oh. Can you go for it. Rezzy, you're good. <clears throat> oh, I just wanna say um my big respects to Vandals. I'm a holder since Mint. Um, and I just want to say uh, congrats on uh, everyone on the team. Uh, I don't have uh, any questions, but uh, I just love the project and I'm going to keep holding uh, till that. Thank you. Appreciate you, Rezzy. I see you in chat all the time. So, you know, I appreciate you coming up here. I know it's not a question, but. Okay. Uh, I was trying to pull Rehan back up, but it looks like it's he's glitching out. So um, we'll keep rolling through. Vandals, any final comments from you before we move on? I know it was a long session, but thanks. Yeah. Uh, sorry if I rambled a little bit. There's a lot going on at Vandals. You know, read the light paper. If you have more questions, hang out in the City Gutter chat in our Discord. But yeah, I, I really appreciate everybody listening and, you know, giving me a chance to speak. Jesus Christ, man. Moon, you're right back there. Dude, your music just blew my eardrums out. That's a, that's, a band, that's a band called uh, Saves the Day. Title song, You Vandal. Go look it up. You I'm, Vandal. I'm sure it sounded good to you, but I, I don't know about anyone else. In my ears, it was just a bunch of noise. Yeah, well, it's like rock, punk rock. All right, Vandals, thanks for coming up. So let's keep rolling through. Uh, Tolstoy, do you have any interest in where we start next? I mean, uh, so many options. Um, I, you know what? I'd, I'd love to talk with um, Sia Sayanova. Um, I'm very interested to learn more about what you guys are creating here. So, um, yeah, let's dive uh, Let's dive into that. Um, I think, um, okay, guys, uh, Sayanova, correct me if I'm wrong here, but my understanding so far is um, – you guys are essentially a, a blockchain infrastructure company um, uh, building on Solana. And um, maybe you can help me out here, but I think your mission, as far as I understand, is to make the Solana infrastructure investment and uh, operation accessible and profitable for your holders and uh, for everyone else, possibly. Um, so, yeah, is, is that fair to say? Um, and then uh, give us a deeper view, maybe. Yeah, I would say that's um, fairly fairly sort of accurate in terms of what we're looking to achieve with Sinova itself. So we started off, yes, as, as just like a Solana NFT project. That was back in March. But since then, we've expanded into a few sort of different areas or um, different verticals. But ultimately, Sinova itself, um, what we're looking to do essentially is make the characters or these NFTs that people own or the superheroes um, into worldwide superstars and and sort of be up there with the likes of Marvel, but with the Web3 sort of twist and, and take on things. So it's, it's hard to sort of explain what we're yeah. looking to achieve. Yeah, sorry, what was I, that? I, I was just going to say, I, I totally messed up there. Um, I, I, that was actually directed, the, that was, uh, I was thinking of centuries just then. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my mistake. You, yeah. <laughs> please, uh, yeah, let's carry on, please. Uh, tell us a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Awesome. So, yeah, 
basically we started off back in March. We had the 2D collection, um, which was of 5,012 Synodians. They were basically able to stake these and then receive no backs in return and then upgrade their 2D NFTs into 3D ones. So the 3D NFTs, they're AR, VR, and Metaverse ready. So they're rigged for Unreal Engine 5, and we are looking to proceed with some um, Metaverse partnerships going forwards. We were speaking to Yaku previously, um, so that's something that we're looking to, to get started soon. So you can basically use your 3D Synodians in the Yaku-verse. Um, the 3D Synodians that the holders currently have, the characters are going to be featuring in our upcoming comic book and our 11-episode animated film series. The comic book is coming first. It's going to be in NFT format, but they will be able to get a physical copy, uh, copy of the comic book as well. Um, for the animated film series, we're going to be raising quite a large amount of funding um, a little bit later on in the year. So that's not something that's sort of going to be happening this year and probably not next year, but possibly the, the year after. Um, in terms of working on it, we're going to be we're starting work on it towards the end of the year, but stuff like that. Um, isn't a quick thing and it takes a, a long time, but there'll be lots of exciting things happening in the meantime. All right, amazing. Um, you said you mentioned that you're working with um, Yaku. We actually had Yaku on the show yesterday and um, yeah. they seem to be working with a bunch of uh, projects. Um, uh, what capacity um, uh, do you guys work together? Um, what, what exactly do you do with them? We don't, we, we don't work together now. So what we're looking to do is basically integrate our 3D characters into their metaverse. We had spoken with them previously. The only sort of issue that we had at the time is they weren't rigged for Unreal Engine or Unreal Engine 5. So now that they're rigged, um, a metaverse, uh, they're rigged and ready for their metaverse, um, we're looking to proceed with that. So you'll be able to use your 3D characters in their metaverse. In terms of sort of other gotcha. um, sort of like, I guess, relationships or partnerships or anything, this would be the, the first one with them. Okay, I got you. And I see on your Twitter, you guys have a, a, a few other Twitter accounts linked, like some, uh, Builders, Nova Media, and then uh, your website, novamedia.space. Um, can you talk, talk to us a little bit more about that, um, the significance of it, and what you're trying to create around it? Yeah, for sure. So Nova Media is essentially Sinova's media arm or media brand. Um, the idea of that is if you go onto the website, you'll see there's a bunch of um, news relating to the industry. So that's just sort of one part of it. But the idea of it as a whole was to sort of provide a platform um, and a stage for artists and builders that may sort of not have that opportunity to be found, discovered or heard and sort of given that platform to do so. So you will notice on the website, there's a Nova Gallery. Um, where artists can submit their artwork. We feature it on the gallery on the website. The community votes on their artwork. Um, and then the winners each week would receive prizes and have the opportunity to auction them off on our auction platform. Um, we've also got the, the Nova Pod, which is the um, Sunover podcast, which is again part of Nova Media. Um, we've only done about four or five episodes on that so far. Um, I'm personally the host of that. That's basically been put on hold uh, temporarily whilst we're raising funding at the moment. So I'm raising £150,000 investment for builders, which has taken up quite a lot of my time. Um, I don't know if you've sort of gone through the process of raising um, funds, but it's quite time consuming and a little bit stressful. Um, but it's all, all going OK. That's sort of where we're at at the moment. 
Right, I got you. Um, yeah, are you guys speaking with like VCs or are you looking at more like individuals? No, we're not, we're not looking to um, raise from like a, a VC or anything at this stage. We're more looking to raise from angel investors. Ideally, um, a handful of angel investors that would be investing maybe around 30,000 each. Um, so yeah, that's the sort of really we're looking to go in terms of the funding or structure. Let's say, hypothetically, I'm an angel investor. Mm-hmm. What would be your pitch? What would be my pitch is in why would you invest or like for like yes. builders itself? Yeah, but why, why you know, I, I'm just interested in because I, I think that'd be a pretty good way to find out about, you know, about your project, like a, like an overview. For sure. No, that makes sense. So if I was to pitch, okay. So I'd say that Builders is essentially the QuickBooks for Web3. So anyone that's using our platform can pay their Web3 team members worldwide in various different cryptocurrencies on a recurring basis and at a reduced cost. So you essentially can manage all of your Web3 accounting and payroll in one place. Now, obviously, anyone that's investing at the early stages would have um, much more opportunity to, I guess, reap larger benefits than those that would be investing at a, a later stage. Obviously, those that do invest at an earlier stage do have a higher uh, amount of equity that they can receive in the project. So I would say that investing at the earliest stages will provide the most opportunities um, to angel investors that would be looking to invest. <laughs> Sorry, I've really fluffed that up. No, 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 that, that, <laughs> that, that makes total sense. I got you. Um, uh, it, it's very much needed in this space, actually. So I'm, I'm glad that someone's actually gone and um, we're trying to create it. Um, wh- wh- where are you, you know, in terms of um, development? Uh, how far along are you um, from sort of, I don't want to say finish, but, you know, having the version 1.0? Um, so that should be ready at the end of this week, um, the initial platform. So that's basically all being self-funded myself um, up until this stage. In terms of like the team, the team for builders at the moment is the Sinova team. So including myself, there's 15, yeah, 15 team members in total covering like the development, um, operations, marketing and the design and that side of things. So Following on from the investment, that's when we'd be looking to sort of build out the builders team further. Um, however, we would be in a position to start generating revenue fairly soon. Okay, I gotcha. Um, yeah, Moon, do you have any um, any questions for you guys? No, I'm good. Um, I mean, I like the concept of the the art and the comic and just kind of building out that potential competition to some of the other big uh, big brands out there like marble, which obviously is a, a big hill to climb, but, um, you know, Netflix is here. They weren't here 20 years ago, right? I guess they were, but not 25 years ago, blockbusters no more. So things do change over time and hopefully some web three companies, you know, break through and change the world. And that's the hope. So wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Cool. Um, yeah, sorry, man, go ahead. I was just going to say, let's keep rolling through. I know Centuries has got to hop here in about 15 minutes. So I wanted to circle back with them. But Sonova, thanks for coming up here. We've um, connected with Vandals. Sonova, let's go over to Centuries, dig in with what these yeah. guys have. they got their validator. They're RPCs. You can stake your soul in the validator. Um, 819, I believe, is their uh, uh, mint date. Uh, 8,000 is the supply one soul. But Centuries, give us a bigger, broader understanding of what you guys are building. 
the goal of the business, and then we'll start digging in deep. Thanks for, for jumping on. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it and excited to tell folks about what's going on. Uh, shout out Riku. I see you in the audience. Uh, that's the homie. Um, so, and also, uh, one thing I learned today is I need to like plan my days better when I'm going to be on spaces for like four hours consecutively. I like didn't grab coffee. I like, I'm like, I got barely any water left, but Hey, we'll, we'll make this work nonetheless. Right. Um, so centuries we're, we're a blockchain infrastructure project, uh, that that's basically behind a PFP project. And so, uh, when you think about our business, there's really sort of three components to it. We do procurement for hardware and software that it takes to run the blockchain, we do professional services in support of that hardware and software that it takes to run the blockchain. And we provide uh, legal and incorporation services for businesses so that they can have the, the fundamentals secured as they build their business or project on the blockchain. Um, and so, you know, the reason that we are we chose an NFT Web3 is because ultimately because of of community and, and shared identity. And, you know, as, as founders, we are Web3 native. Uh, we've been in the space. Um, our co-founder, Xerox Nalik, has been in the space since 2014. Um, myself, uh, I've been in the space since uh, late last year, was found Solana in probably November. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm fairly new in the scheme of things, but, um, fair, you know, NFT first. Um, and, you know, that's kind of how we all came together as a founding team. Dave, our co-founder and chief creative officer, he was building a Solana gaming project just launched on Steam uh, this month. So uh, encourage folks to go to Steam, search Glyph-Bound and uh, do whatever it is you do to upvote shit on Steam. I don't know. Um, and so, you know, we all kind of came, uh, we were all, the three of us, the other founders were early investors into Dave's project. And then basically we saw the opportunity on the infrastructure side, because right now Solana has about 2100 validators and validators are basically like bitcoin miners ethereum miners right they just like run run the network um and so there's 2100 of those today uh on on ethereum by contrast there's over 400,000 um and and so you know we see there's a our, our business model at least at the start here is if we can run a couple of hundred validators and about a thousand rpc nodes that's a multi-million dollar top line revenue business. Now, I'm not giving $4 million back to my holders in the next year, but what I'm saying is there's a huge opportunity. The way we look at this is ultimately, this is the infrastructure that is going to run the blockchain. So if you believe Solana as a long-term viable blockchain that's gonna be vibrant, we're laying down the railroad right now. And so we are an opportunity to invest in one of those companies that is laying down the railroad. You know, go back to 1863. Do you want to invest in in those companies that are are building the Pacific Northwest Rail? Yeah, I, I think you do. So you probably want to invest in Centuries too, because we're going to be one of the companies doing it. Are you guys are you guys providing what what sort of support are you providing uh, to your holders exactly in terms of like um, maintenance, um, setup, hardware, that sort of stuff? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm going to try to keep it like super high level and not technical, but there, there's two ways to think about, uh, you know, there are other projects that have validators and there are other projects that are validator that offer validators. Um, the thing what we see a lot in the space is NFT projects that have validators. 
they they're basically outsourcing to most likely Shakudo, and it's a branded validator, right? They're not running the tech in house, and so. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Validators are a great store of value. You can think of validators as like a savings account for your Solana. You stake Solana in the validator and you earn like 6% per year. Um, but your validator is only as good as the team that's that's running it, right? And so you're out, so when you outsource that, people outsource it because, you know, they don't know how to do it themselves, which is totally fine. Um, but, you know, you're subject to the capabilities of that team. So that's why we launched our validator already we've been running for a number of epochs right now we're currently ranked 25th out of 2100 validators uh, on solana in terms of the apy that we're returning to our holders so um you know we run our own validator and our holders can benefit from the the apy that accrues to that validator uh, in addition to that holders of centuries can get access to discounted rpc nodes um, we will we will run those. We will and then we will also set those up for other people. So we can set you up with a validator and we can run it like Shakudo. We can set you up with a validator and let you run it if you know how to do that. We can set up your RPC nodes. So it's it's managed service or self serve, how, however you you want it to be. And from a holder perspective, it's really as easy as you you buy and mint a century, you stake your century in the power grid. And you, you can start to accrue additional rewards from our operate, from our business operations. So essentially RevShare is what you're describing here, the very last part. Uh, so like RevShare can be like a, a dirty word in some contexts. And, and also I want to be clear, like we're running a business. So, it, you know, this is we would we would um, distribute potential profit through staking our staking reward system in the form of Solana. We're a valid, you know, we run a validator, we deal in Solana. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask what methods you might employ to actually send rewards back to holders. Um, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, maybe um, centuries, couldn't you just have those guys that are holders stake their Solana instead of being at 6%, you know, they're at 30%? And that's a way that you kind of rev share? Well, so the way that that would work, so you can, anyone, we have a validator that's running right now. Uh, we have about 19,000 soul in there. And the majority of that is delegated, right? That's other people staking, other wallets staking soul in the Sentries validator. Um, and, and so as a Sentries holder, you can power up your Sentry by staking Solana in our validator, in which case you'll earn 100% of the APY that your stake soul earns, plus additional rewards on top of that from the operations of our business. But the maximum return, right? So the return on a, on a validator is, is basically, is the inflation rate of Solana, which varies but, but which varies, but is approximately 6% on average per year. Right on. Um, Syrup, I see you've got your hand up. Did you have a question for the uh, for centuries? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, ask, I'm, I'm assuming the whole goal here for you guys is to uh, raise this capital through selling these NFTs uh, to purchase more hardware, to then run more, uh, validators? Is that the whole uh, gist of selling the NFT? Uh, n sort of, kind of, but not really. So the way to think about what we're doing is 
until there's there's two ways that you earn revenue from a validator. Uh, one is other people stake th their Solana in your validator. That's called delegating stake. And you charge them a commission on that stake. So you have we have 19,000 soul in our validator right now on mainnet. That's not our soul. Um, but in, typically, we would charge folks 10% on that. And so we would charge them 10% of that annual interest rate that they earn. The second way to make money is to stake your own soul in there and earn the direct return yourself. So we have an 8,000 piece collection launching on Bifrost, second ever project to launch on Bifrost this Friday, the 19th, 8,000 collection, one soul a piece. And um, we will take it, we will take the majority of that 80%, let's say. And, um, you know, so it'll probably be like, that's 8,000 gross after you pay launch pad and all that, right? Sit like, let's call it six, 7,000 total. We will put at minimum 5,000 directly into our validator. And then that allows us to run it at a profit every each year. So, and the way to think about that, remember that soul doesn't go anywhere. So we're not using that soul to do something else. We're using that soul to earn more soul. And so in effect, our project, our, your PFPs are backed by the Solana staked in the validator because at any time, if shit goes real bad, which we don't want to talk about and we don't want to happen, but but is a possibility, not probable, but possible, um, then we can liquidate that soul and redistribute it to our holders. Now, it's not one to one today, but hey, maybe if in six, what about in six months when we have 5,000 soul staked in the validator and souls back at 150? Well, we look like fucking geniuses. Thank you. Good, good answer. And you guys are solely focused on Solana, no other chains. Uh, so actually, you know, so again, like we are of the community building for the community and the community of which we are a part is the Solana community. That being said, um, you know, obviously there, you know, on other emerging blockchains, for example, like we're, we're interested in, uh, I, the the one is it SWE? I don't know if I'm saying that right. SUI, the one that's by the former Facebook developers. Um, they're building a blockchain. Obviously, uh, we actually have put in an application to do validation on their blockchain. I mean, right now, uh, like I said, we're part of this community, building up for this community. But um, we believe in a multi-chain, cross-chain future, and so wherever there's opportunity on the hardware and software side, then Sentries wants to be there. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear you say that, really, um, because, yeah, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Um, I know that we're all here because we're building Solana and we want it to succeed. However, it makes sense to sort of diversify a little bit. So um, I'm gl um, glad that's what your head is at. Um, for me, I think I think I think what you guys are creating is it, it sounds really cool. I like it. Um, I don't I don't see why I wouldn't maybe you know buy one to try it out. Um, consider, considering the amount of shit that everyone has probably bought over the last few months, uh, this you know, would, would it be such a bad business um, decision or investment decision. Um, and it seems pretty clear to me. So, um, Moon, do you have any other questions? Or maybe, Sentry, do you want to add something that uh, we haven't talked about or haven't asked? 
Um, I just like one one last thing that I'll add. I don't want to go on too long here, but you know, like uh, of recently, we've seen projects that have launched that you know have validators offer validator services, and and we we recognize that the reception by the community here was was not good, right? We don't, uh, you know, it felt like some of us got used for exit liquidity, um, and we hate that, and it makes us feel bad, and so. Um, we are doing a pre-mint round. Uh, it'll be it'll take place 24 hours uh, prior to our public round, our, our whitelist uh, beginning round on the 19th. And during that round, up to 2,000 tokens uh, may be minted by um, our by capitalist roles in our Discord. Uh, a minimum of 15 and a maximum of hun- of 100 for each role. Uh, all NFTs that are minted at that time are are immediately frozen, meaning they're not tradable and non-transferable. They'll be in your wallet so you can see them and see the art and they'll be staked for the, for all those purposes. Uh, but you cannot dump them on the market um, if all of a sudden you decide that you're not a fan of us. Um, and those tokens will unfreeze over the course of 30 days. Um, and so look, it's not a perfect solution, but um, you know, you can protect the interests of your community in, in the sort of short and medium term uh, and, and also ensure, you know, you know, do everything you can to successfully mint out a project. So um, take, take care of the people here. This is, these are, this is our community, not our exit liquidity. Uh, and I just wanted to say that. I appreciate y'all having us on. Um, and I very, very much hope that people will uh, give us a follow, jump in our discord, uh, check out the latest announcements, uh, and and maybe even uh, mint mint our project uh, Friday, August the nineteenth on the Bifrost platform. Second project ever launched on Bifrost. Uh, mad respect to the Bifrost team; they have been phenomenal. And um, yeah, we're super grateful for everybody that's uh, that's showing us love, shining us a spotlight, and uh, for listening to us today. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming up here and um, uh, dropping uh, some some knowledge bombs on us. Helping us understand uh, what you're working towards. Um, I, I, I think you were in a, a couple of other spaces earlier today, and I was sort of like listening in. To, um, and uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you doing this. I, I don't know how many spaces you've done today, but I feel like I've seen in like two different ones already. Oh, just, this is just number three, and I only got a, I only got three more left today. So hey, you know what? It's it's all love though. It's I love it, man. Like now I'm kind of like sitting around like, hey, I'm not in a spaces. What am I supposed to be doing with my life right now? <laughs> just full on marketing by today alright yeah makes sense man uh, good for you guys um, yeah Moon I see you on Meet Your did you have something yeah we gotta get to BR1 I think they're dropping too <clears throat> just side note guys if you're gonna be on the show and you've got like a hard stop you gotta tell me ahead of time you know give me like a five minute hey you got a hard stop coming up in five minutes is not really acceptable uh, it's just that's not cool but anyway um, let's go over to Alchemist at uh, BR1 and uh, give us a you know, I guess you got one minute. I don't know. No, dude. I because uh, so, I love you boys. I postponed my other call. Let's uh, let's get right to it. Um, all right, dig deep. Go. Let's go. Yeah. So I don't know if any of you guys may know us. Obviously, BR one. Um, you know, we're kind of our, our narrative was to be the first of our kind in what we're doing. You know, we're a pay to spawn, which is very new. Um, you either earn the greater of 10% or the spawn fee for the player you've, you know, just killed, right? So I, we use as a blanket term, our $1 game mode, right? There can be a 10 cent game mode, a $5 game mode. Um, just use $1 as like a very easy blanket based number. Um, we're skill-based wagering, you know, it's an online TPS. We've actually just released our long-term stable, our LTS as a launcher. 
So if you have anyone in the in the crowd or any of you guys want to head over to br1game.com, you can actually secure an account. This is the start of our payment on ramps. You know, choose the name you want. You know, try get them before they're taken, and you can then download our game as a launcher straight to your desktop. So that's pretty nice. Uh, we've now pushed auto updates through our launcher. You know, there's no need for for bootstrapping out anywhere to to try and update the game. Try and like I was mentioning before, really that seamless gap between Web two and Web three. Um, you know, win to earn is kind of our motto, or kill to earn, if you might put it, because you never really win, right? You're winning if you're in the positive. Um, you know, hundreds of players on a map. If you picture it like a like a dartboard or a target, as you work your way to the center, there's obviously better loot. Like I was mentioning, that high paced gameplay. You know, like heart strapped when you're, you know, like when the smoke's closing and your hands are clammy, you're yelling, "Boys to the left, two more teams left." How are we going to win this? It's kind of that same narrative, just with a never-ending game. The only way to exit currently is to die. What's very different is, let's say in poker, you know, you ante up, you make it through the river, and you know you're getting pushed out of the game. You fold. Well, everything you've put into that pot is now gone. It's now in the pot for that winner to receive. In our game, when you die, instead of losing it all, you actually retain 85% of your earnings. So, it, you know, you're not at a loss, right? It, the, the idea was. If you were to just buy in and lose, let's say you don't get any kills or even you accrue kills and there's no exit way out of the game and you die, well, you lose everything. So that was never our motto. We always wanted what you were able to accomplish and accrue in the game to be able to leave with you while still leaving some for the greater masses in the game, right? So that, that's kind of like our take on, on a, a little rev model there, just to give you like, you know, a little, a little background. Um, you know... Obviously, our flagship game is the BR1 Infinite, which is what I was explaining to you guys before, the never-ending game where you just spawn in. When you die, you're kicked out and prompted to spawn back into the game. Um, very, very different spin on what we usually see. Uh, I, don't, like, I don't even know if you guys have ever heard of any Infinite Royale things, but anytime I talk to someone about it, they're usually quite engaged. Um, obviously... The meeting the Web3 capabilities in this, uh, you know, we've tossed around some ideas about how we're going to integrate this payment on ramp because no one's actually integrated directly into Unity a payment on ramp straight through, let's say, a launcher. You know, in the case that there was one, you'd have to, like I said, like bootstrap onto Google, accept transaction through your Phantom or so be it, whatever it might be, get back into the game and then, you know, launch in. We're, we toss around the idea of a QR code. Maybe you scan a QR code on your screen, accept transaction on your phone, and you're straight into the game. Again, really that seamless transition is, is what we're looking for. And I'm sure you guys can see it all in your spaces as well. Um, you know, trying to control your... Sorry, what were you going to say? The pay system is not set up yet, or, or is it? So payment on-rams have not been directly put in-game yet, right? Obviously, there's like some, you know, you got to get a fine-tooth comb through those things. But we do have right now our free-for-all, which is basically a honed-in version of our BR1 Infinite. Uh, and that is right now free-to-play. You don't need, so it's obviously the game, the narrative is that you need the NFT to play. It's like your passport into the game, right? We've created a rental UI so that you can rent characters as like our method of staking so that the greater masses can play the game. It's also a great way for passive income, let's say for guilds who might not be constantly deploying all their characters or operatives, as you might put it, they can put them in the rental pool and rent them out to other players who maybe don't want to pay that barrier to entry of two Solana just to jump in and play a game, 
right? So like, let's say that's kind of what our droid floor at. Our apes are, I believe, closer to seven. I think they're 6.9 as of this morning. For most people, that could be a, a high barrier to entry just to play a game, right? So if we can rent them to you for, you know, a marginal amount, right? The, the ecosystem will, will soon figure that, uh, that, that amount out. So how but, does that work? Do I get to decide because I've got one of them, or is it right? Like so I like of winnings so for that day, or that's kind of the way we're going after it. Like again, we we're going to play our clothes cards close to the chest, but a, like a good way to look at it is like the ecosystem will choose kind of the way the renting renting's working. Kind of like what you said. Like if you have a legendary, and then, so let's say we have ten thousand in our collection, seventy five hundred of which are droids, twenty five hundred of which are apes. Apes were our first mint, or Genesis apes and droids minted after so the rarity of the apes obviously is there right with the fewer of the collection in that case let's say you have an ape and a very rare ape at that maybe you'd want to like you to list it for more on magic eden rent it for more and maybe a, a streamer like a guy from face clan would go and opt for that character otherwise uh, other than like a very cheap droid right because they a they can afford it draws more attention it's like oh wow he's playing with like you know the marble ape you know rarity some odd right so that's kind of like a narrative on that one again like lots to look at in that domain but but very interesting um i i find staking for native tokens was always like a, a very interesting way of doing things if we can now rent for users it's like a totally different avenue we're taking i like i'm sure it would be cool and the rental system is like if you could decide who gets to rent like, you know, you need to have like a kill ratio of like three. Right. Games. So like, again, there's so many ideas we're throwing around. We're always looking into like, how can we make it like maybe trickier to rent? So there's like big incentive, right? Like, like totally on the same avenue of what you're saying. Like, of course. Because um, I, don't, I don't want Tolstoy playing my guy because he can't shoot. Anything. <laughs> Dude, what it, I was I was just going to say, actually, I, I've, I've been playing because what you guys are creating sounds right up my alley. I, I, I've used to play a lot of PUBG and uh, uh, like Apex Legends and, and like right. those sort of games. So something like this would be perfect. And I'm, I, I, I want to ask you a few questions about the actual gameplay. Yeah, uh, but b before, we, before we get into that, though, um, what's the main difference between the, the chimps and the droids? Because I see there's a bit of a price gap there. Yeah, so apes and droids. So apes, obviously 2,500 out of 10,000. So given right then, there's less supply of apes obviously leading to like one of the intrinsic values why they're worth more as well as for our og holders like because we're really you know for the cult and community um we actually allowed the apes so you retain like i said 85 percent of your earnings the apes actually retain 90 percent so us as br1 does not take our fee the five percent the ten percent is left in the game for the greater masses to accrue and you actually ret retain like 5% more. So instead of 85, it's 90 with the apes. So there's like a double, you know, reason why the value might be a little more as well. Gotcha. Mixed, right? Like the, the, the combination of the two along with, to be completely frank, a lot of our ape holders were like, have been with us since Mint. And you know, those type of people who have been with you since Mint and love Game 5 projects are like diamond handed as hell. So like the price stays high because these guys are like, we're not selling, you know, like the classic Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not fucking leaving. Like it's one of those, you know, these guys like love us. They're in our discord daily playing in our games daily, you know, like really, really active in our community. And that's one of our goals as a video game is to create a cult. You know, I'm sure you, I'm sure you understand. Yeah, no, that, um, that makes little sense. And uh, <laughs> so, so uh, you, you said the, the apes, not chimps. 
the apes uh, get to keep ninety uh, percent of the revenue. Um, right, that you've earned. That so let's earn. let's say you have yeah. let's say you've accrued. You know, let's say you have ten dollars on you. Uh-huh. You you would leave with nine as opposed to eight and a half. So sure, we okay. w- basically you, we wipe the fee that BR one takes for you know running the game, and we let the apes keep that extra five percent. So that's like. A, a, Sorry, um, is, is there a cap on uh, how, how many kills can you get? Like, you know, no, not even remotely. So, no, not even remotely. And like, like you're like to add to that, like you you can stay in the game as long as you please. There, there's a strategic way almost at one point where you've earned enough kills and maybe you're running out of ammo and you don't want to, you know, wiggle around too much longer. You can like kind of set yourself up almost for an exit by like entering a battle. Maybe you know you can't win or or some odd. Like I said. The way to exit is by dying. We've tossed around the idea and we're actually looking at if you, let's say, like kind of in League of Legends, if you might put it, back to home. So you you can press, let's say, uh, like you're leaving, you know, back to in any of the game, back to, to Varak, let's say in RuneScape, we're all RuneScape heads here. Um, you can exit the, the game by pressing, let's say, F10, for example. And it, you, if you can't move, you can hide in a bush if you'd like, but in 10, in 10, 30 seconds, whatever that number might we might give, you can actually exit the game without dying. So there is that option that we started tossing around as well for those really, really sweaty players. Jump in game, get 10 kills. He's like, I'm good. Let me exit with this. Goes hide in a bush, back home. 30 seconds, again, can't move. That lock can happen in 30 seconds. You know, someone might spot you and that's it for you. But that, that's another idea we've kind of tossed around the table. So uh, hypothetically, in that scenario, if after thirty seconds I survive, nobody spots me, I can join back in and sort of just carry on. Yeah, like it, like like back to home in League of Legends. If you've ever played, like when you do it, and if you were to move your character, it like cancels the reset. You'd have to rehide again and redo the reset to get back home. You know what I mean? Like you can, like if someone starts attacking you while you're, let's say, doing this, you can move and it'll stop this, push you back, exit the game, or you can continue and pray that, you know, you, it's like, hopefully you make that time limit and you, and you exit. Okay, I got you. I, um, you said, obviously, you've got the, the demo version up right now. Um, that's, that's running on, on the DevNet, you said, right? Pardon is, is that the, the version that you've got up right now, the downloadable version? Is that running on DevNet or um, can we actually start playing, playing and start you earning can, money? You can, ac- you can absolutely play it. Like I was saying, the only thing that we have not, again, just because we're trying to like laser it down, we have not done or finished the payment on ramp. That'll be within, let's say, the next 60 days. So this is why I was saying, you know, do yourself a favor. You you say you like these type of games. Head over to BR1Game.com. And before you can even download the game, you actually have to make an account. Very seamless. But this would be your first step. And you can even connect your wallet through our UI. Like, we just have not started pinging those wallets to ensure that you have an operative to play because we're still in our open alpha, allowing people to play even if they don't have an operative. Um, I mean, on the surface, it all sounds really good. I'd have to try out the game and you know actually play around with it and see. Um, no, there's respect, but you know every every game has its own bugs. And, well, of course, uh, yeah, game exactly. dev is game dev, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'll have to see how, how clunky it is. But like, I, I feel like that's a pretty good incentive to go in there. And like, if I can go into a game and, and you know, whatever, a dollar per kill, then 
that's that's uh, that, that's a lot of fun. Uh, um, or the greater oh, of ten percent, right? If if this guy happens to have twenty twenty dollars on him, well, what's ten percent of twenty dollars? That's two dollars. Yeah. Right. So you know, if you go in and smoke one of these whales, you, you could be earning the like I said, the greater of ten percent or the one dollar spawn fee. Right. You're you're gonna it, the the algo would distribute which is greater. That's pretty insane, actually, because I I could see like this, this is something that could blow up on Twitch. But that's uh, that's one of our big narratives. Funny enough, yeah. I love that you just tapped into that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, can you imagine these like sweaty streamers sort of uh, sitting there? Because you know there are people out there who can you can go. I don't know. They, they can do insane numbers. Like like forty um, kill streaks. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. And like now the now the viewer is now sweating watching the player, right? Like there's money on the line again. It's skill based wagering. It's not betting. It's not online gambling. You're betting on your own success within the game. That's what you're really putting money down on. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, as, as long as the game functions uh, well and, and uh, the, the gameplay isn't, you know, um, again, I'm going to have to try it out. So I, no, I, I, I don't want to say anything. But um, yeah, as, as long as that works and then the, the payment gateways are you know, set up correctly and everything runs smoothly, I don't, I don't see why this couldn't work. I, I, feel, I feel like... I don't know. I mean, maybe someone else has uh, come across a game like this um, in the past where it's like kill to earn, but I certainly haven't. Um, so I'd, I'd definitely be very interested to try it out. Um, hey, Syrup, question again. Go for it, man. Yeah, I think one of the um, biggest hurdles for kill to earn or play to earn is um, the learning curve. Uh, how do you guys plan to, um, you know, work with the learning curve absolutely absolutely totally see where you're coming from why would we ever let's say in the in theory create this one dollar game mode and just throw you into it without knowing you know without feeling comfortable with game mechanics you know maybe like i was saying this gap between web 3 web 3 maybe you're not a keyboard guy like how am i just going to basically force you to lose your money right because clearly you're going to get smoked so like i was saying we have this free for all which is you're basically like skill testing area. So you don't have to pay to enter and you can go in there and, you know, hone in on your skills, get those game mechanics down so that when you do jump in to your dollar, five dollar, 10 cent game mode, you're not just throwing money away. You're actually feeling like, hey, I very well could leave with a couple kills and earn some, you know, USDC Solana, however that, you know, the U.S. dollar back peg is that like you see where we're coming from with that, right? So I'm totally on the same page with you. We cannot just throw people in there. Yeah, that's the best way to lose users, in fact, right? Is by just putting you in something that you're not at all prepared for. So the, the idea of that would be, you know, deviate off left, hone in on your skills, then dive into the payment on ramp version of the game. Very smart. Really like where your head's at. I, I really appreciate it, man. Honestly, as a team... Teamwork makes the dream work, you know, pressure makes diamonds. Um, like that, that's kind of what we're after. Like we, we work full time all the time. We're all, you know, very close knit. And it's like, really like, like, like I'll say it again, really, it is about the team. You know, we have like great people on all, all end, like game dev is game dev. Yet these guys are just, you know, cranking out game. I don't know many other games that even have anything more than a proof of concept. Like we've had an alpha for like th- four months, you know, like, albeit it's constantly over-evolving, right? So any of these guys who have been playing forever are like, holy shit, look where you guys have come.
But again, our thing is like, we're a gaming company first, you know? Yeah, sure. We have IP of, of, you know, your NFT on the Solana blockchain, but we are a video gaming company. That was, that was one of our things is like, we, we are in pursuit of being a triple A video game company. And like, we are web three guys. So it's like, wow, bridge that gap. Now look what we've made. There's a, there's a lot that this game could, there's a lot that you guys could do with this game as well. You know, like the, the whole culture, I think I'm a big fan of that already immediately. Um, but I, you know, I'm not sure maybe you're already working on it. Maybe it's already, you know, written somewhere, but like some sort of a marketplace where people create um, attributes uh, for, for, for you, for your, for the NFT, like weapons or like, you know, outfits or whatever. Um, and potentially that's like an, another way to um, make some money within the game uh, without actually like going in there and like playing. Like, that'd, be, that'd be really cool to see as well. Without dropping too much alpha. Um, if you're thinking of it, just imagine what we're thinking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very, very interested. I'm, I've just made an account, so I'm gonna have to try I, it I'd out. I'd love to hear it, boys. Get over there, make an account. I don't know if like anyone like likes, you know, like alpha testing and meddling around in games like these. Um, daily from two to four, we host a one of our community managers, absolute king, super engagement guy hosts like a, a game afternoon and usually about three times weekly we host like a big game night where we're giving away you know one soul per round like and we're having like 10 round like we're just giving away soul collaborating with other projects you know like really trying like i said as a video game company to build a community and a cult that is one of our main things you know we have to have those people who love game like they loved playing mw2 in our game yeah you know what i mean like that that's really that i would say that's one of the biggest fights in video gaming web3 world is how do we like embark these people into this new space and that, that that's a good goal to reach um or you know um as far as the uh, mwt i mean fuck it's one of the one of the best shooters out there but that's what i, I mean right playing. like that's yeah, what yeah. we're all after growing up like you playing these games playing rust playing tens of hours of runescape playing you know like like combining all of these thought processes into like, how can we like, now that we can prove tangibility to these items in game, like circling back to what you just mentioned before, you know, like, wow, it, it's really a new world. Like I'm get excited just speaking to you guys about it. To be completely I, 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 Go ahead, tell us. I was just going to say, I know, I know we've got a couple, a couple of hands up here, um, but I have one last question for you and then I'll pass the mic on to everyone else is, um, uh, in terms of like paying, can I only pay with Solana or do you accept other SPL tokens or we, are they going to yeah, be we even other options? We are very like one of our VCs is Solana VC. Like we're very, very like love Solana. Again, there's no world. We are very chain agnostic. There's no world where we don't, you know, deviate to others or, or you know, multi-chain type of things. Um, right yeah. now, as I said, our payment on ramp isn't even fully in the game. So cards close to the chest, you, you know, you'll see soon like momentarily you'll have all these answers but right now we are solana based and usdc soul based like you know just just running running the way we're running okay yeah no that's that's fair enough and that's good enough for now it's just um i imagine that that's obviously going to be a barrier as well for for, for a lot of people that are, that are coming in so absolutely and yeah. like I said, not chain agnostic, like we're more than happy to explore all those realms. The, the amount of conversations I've had with Polygon, like, you know what I mean? It, we know we're all going where we're going. 
And, and there's so much that's being built in the space infrastructure wise that I, I just don't see a world where, where you're not, where you're not right, essentially. Gotcha. All right. Good stuff. Good to hear that. Um, right. I'll stop talking now. Uh, I know we've got a couple of hands up here. So, um, uh, Metadrago, and well, I mean, then we'll go to Matt. jump in first really quick. Oh, yeah. So uh, at least as far as rarity goes, I don't know if you hit on this or not, but does rarity impact gameplay? Is it more just visual? Visual. The NFT, that visual. That, that's like the art. That's the little branch off of the NFT world about our project. Obviously, like everyone, you know, there's rarities. Like if you were to look up, like I think a meat, meat droids, meat apes, or we have very, very few of them. I'm sure if you were to look in the filter, you, they'd probably be listed for much higher. Um, you know, like you can, obviously there's rarity, would not affect gameplay. The only thing you could say a little bit was like apes are slightly smaller characters, so they might have a smaller hitbox. But like droids are a little taller and longer, so might have like better, re you know what I mean? Like those are those are really like back-end, back-end, back-end things that have to be fine-combed. But like other than that, no, there's no, besides the main thing being that 5% difference, there, there's nothing major. Are there, um, will there be ways to stake and maybe upgrade your NFT in certain ways that will yeah. be unique? In the like game? those are all things coming in the future. Like okay. things that like, with, like I said, without dropping too, too, too much alpha, like obviously, 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 if you guys are thinking of it, we're thinking of it. Things that we noodle on every day and, and you know, like building on these things, you know, consistently. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just curious. It, it, like you, you, like I said, I, half my answers are game dev is game dev because the, the, the ideas that I have on my end, like leading business development and yeah. the swarm of shit that game dev deals with, like it's to, to do all of them at once is near impossible. So they're like, again, like we have like pure like layouts of how we're going to go about these things. But yes, like the answer to a lot of these things is yes, like we're looking to build a game and the best game in the Solana ecosystem and, and just be like I said, breaking barriers that haven't been broken. You know, like we, we've been doing it since we started. Why stop now? Got it. All right, Meta Dragon, you go first with your question, then Matt. Yeah, man. Um, Alchemist, first off, I want to say, man, um, I've heard of a lot of blockchain games, a lot of different games on the blockchain. And I mean, most of them are kind of, you know, point and click staking. You know, and our, and our game is going to be somewhat like that with a little bit of a twist, but um, BR1. In my opinion, that's one that I really had my eyes on in the beginning, even before, you know, it took off and started doing what it did um, before the before the, the first mint um, went out. Because I feel like a game like that, um, a game like that, um, you know, NFTs right now, it's a little bit of ways out. I think we're in the stone ages of NFTs, blockchain in general. So it's really hard for people from Web2 to kind of transition and see, um, you know, what potential that uh, NFTs actually have. And I really love BR1 because BR1 almost perfectly it's one of those rare things that perfectly bridges the gap between web three and web two so um what i wanted to say man was that um i'm not good at the twitter stuff okay but what i do do and this is i'm this is not a show but what i do do is uh i'm a content creator okay and, and specifically for games man I've, I've i played all kinds of games i played all the B, all the brs etc and i've really had my eye on uh, br1 specifically and in the last month um we started a tiktok TikTok account um, for uh, content creation. And obviously it's not for blockchain and NFTs. So it's not really there yet. I mean, that content's okay, but it's not what people want to see. Um, but we do do games. And uh, last month we had a, uh, a game specifically that uh, it's called DeVigo. It's a VR game. And we've been working with that game for a little while and we've been pumping out content for him. And it was probably like maybe like around seven, 10 videos. And with those seven, 10 videos, uh, we were able to get that um, 
we were, we were able to raise uh, around 400, uh, sorry, 4 million viewers for that one game. Um, that's how much, that's how many eyes that we were able to get on that project. And I think we can probably, uh, safely assume that we could, we could have at least, uh, brought those guys at least a minimum of 10,000 sales. You know what I'm saying? So my point is, is I want to talk to you maybe today or tomorrow, because I'd love to help you, um, promote this game, put this out here, make some content for this game, put it out there and get some eyes on it. Because I think, um, that's a game that I, I, I also believe in. And I think it could be something, um, It'd be so easy to make content out of that, man. That's that's one of those games that's too good to be true right now. But we really are in the future. Boys, can you hear me? I just rugged. Yep, yep. Okay, cool. No, continue. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's all I had to say. I want to help you. I would love to help you. I, I, you know what, boys? I don't even express the gratitude, like the love we get from our, like I was saying, community and like guys like you who just love game. You know, like. Like, yes, like you said, Stone Ages of NFTs, like, yeah, there's a huge world. And NFTs are great in all realms, hence why we're in the space. But, like, game, 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 game. And like someone touched on earlier, like, you actually have to have a good game. And one of our things is, like, we always say all these crazy business development ideas. And then we look at each other and start laughing and say, but we have to have a good game. And, and that's the truth of it. Because we want you know gamers to be playing not just nft you know like yeah. traders to be playing mm -hmm. and and that's i think how we build guys like you in our space genuinely that that's one of the worlds that i see it oh yeah definitely man but hey man please if you can um, I, I i think probably... if you get in touch i i will yeah. message you on uh on twitter later and uh yeah we'll uh, we'll hash out some details that's awesome but like okay, cool. i love you guys awesome. like i said love the love voice like we're all here. We're all breaking the future. Like, let's make it happen. Good stuff. Love to see that. Um, Matt, go for it. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, I don't know why I haven't really, like, I've heard of your project before, but I didn't really go out of my way to look into it. But based off everything you're saying, it kind of, you know, I, I play a lot of first-person shooters or, you know, like PUBG and, um, things along those lines and um so you know it's i wish i minted but uh you know being a college student i have a lot of uh overhead payments most certainly yeah right and so my first question is um so how much does it cost to rent and for do you rent for like do you get it for like a certain period of time or does that vary on how much you pay for it? Yeah, like obviously varies on like payment, like jazz like that. But yes, there there is a there's not a set amount like we said. Like the again, like I'm dropping too much alpha because this is like one of the biggest portions of our game that we have to like really laser in on. Um, we plan on renting for a cost that allows users like you're saying like maybe you're a college student you don't necessarily want to spend the soul on an operative where you have no there's like no world where you wouldn't spend the soul on the rental because you are coming into the game knowing you're like hey well i'm, I'm a little bit sweaty you know what i mean i'm gonna come earn some money like that that's your narrative right so so to make that barrier like as seamless and as easy and as minor and as trivial as possible that's one of our overarching goals right so like if that answers your question without giving too too much detail like 100 percent, there's a world where like we try and cater to the audience you know like we're not here as just trying to drive profit and like like i said man we're a gaming studio like we love games we're all gamers our, our, C, our ceo rolled his prior company which was a cloud gaming company into this one 
like game, 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 game. That that's uh that's where we're at. Hey, if you're good enough, Matt, I'll pay you for your entry fee each time. Right? <laughs> yeah, eighty percent of the that, winnings. That's, well, that's it, right? Like again, like these are discussions to be had. Like you have my Instagram, you have BR One Infinite, um, or or Twitter. You know, we have so many guilds in the space that it's like this is what people are doing, right? These guilds are paying for their scholars to play and giving them back a rev share based on, let's say, their skill level or whatever, you know, predisposed agreement they have. And that allows users, A, into our game who are, you know, skilled and looking to, like, earn and have fun and and be part of that ecosystem. But it also allows us to deploy large amounts of users at once, right? So for, for a guy like you and me jumping into the game, it's like there are lots of people in there and we're all after the same goal. You know, yeah, we say, yeah, we love playing video games, but now you're tacking the idea that you can make money by, by doing something that you love and not even work. Like, it's not even like going to a job and saying you love your job. Like you love playing video games. We've all done it all our lives. You do it when you get home from work. Now you're still making money. Wow. Like what a world. Like, <laughs> that's where we're headed. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that sounds exciting. So um, my next question is, I don't. I mean, obviously, you guys have been thinking about this, but have you guys implemented uh, tournaments yet? Yeah, tournaments. So we haven't done it yet, just because payment on ramps aren't there. Um, to to show you the list of calls that I have with esports teams, guilds, and like streaming platforms every day, you'd, you'd giggle. Um, yes, tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. That would be our next massive pursuit. Um, if you have any interest in that, again, contact our BR1 page on Twitter. Uh, I'm. I constantly like making bigger and better like a big tournament group for basically game launch if you or anyone in the crowd feels interest and wants to be part of that please feel free to message us you know i'll get back to you we'll make sure that you guys are on this list and and, you know you can push forward in in pursuit of massive tournaments at game launch yeah i'll I'll probably have to take advantage of moon's offering and then all the funds will go back into uh his football teams new jerseys that like love that voice like you know there's a world where we even integrate your team's jerseys mesh to your metadata of your characters in game like wow now we're pushing barriers (laughs) yeah we're going places all right well i appreciate all the questions no problem boys that's why we're here that's why we take these spaces Um, anyone else out there with any questions? Um, I don't have any questions yet until I actually play the game. So um, you know what? You <laughs> know that. what? You, you gotta you, you gotta shoot me a follow because I'm I'm definitely gonna DM you and um, draw your uh, head a little bit um, if you don't mind. Once I actually get going and uh, start playing the game, one hundred percent. Shout to follow uh, like like just shot it. Um, also, whoever's running Vandals. Just wanted to add to it, boys. Like, obviously, love the arts on so many projects, but I, for some reason, really drawn to yours. Um, super cool. Like, keep pushing the future. The future is now. Like I said, pressure makes diamonds, boys. I think uh, Vandals actually had to drop out for another call, but uh, oh, we'll everyone make... else heard that it's... I just showed him love. So let's go. There let's we go. See, see, it means even more that you've uh, shown them all this love while they're not here. <laughs> we're uh, we're all in the same space, guys. That's one thing, you know. People are always out here, like, rugging and, and, and talking shame. Like, listen, those people aren't meant for the space. Like, we're all here to do what we did in Web 2. And just because Web 3 can be more decentralized doesn't mean, like, people have the right to just go ahead and take advantage of that. And again, like, allowing it to be seamless for that ever, like, everyday average Joe Web 2 user is, like, like, a huge, huge, huge portion of, like, everything Web 3 related. 
So I'm sure I'm sure everyone in the crowd can relate to like telling their buddy about NFTs and they laugh at you and say like, obviously you're an idiot. And you're like, well, ha ha ha, I just made 3K in the past two weeks. What are you talking about? You know, like that's kind of, I yeah. Think, if, if, if you guys take off and if this proves to be like a successful model, I, I could see this uh, being applied to semi-like AAA games. And, uh, that's like 100%. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We've noodled with a couple big gaming studios and like they, they almost like scratch their heads in disbelief about this Infinite Royale idea on why they haven't thought of it. You know, like they're like, what the hell? Like, who are you guys? Good stuff. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that we got to... Uh, get into it though um is there anything else that you want to highlight here before we move on to uh Mega I, Drago? I, I covered covered all bases like like the last speaker apologize for the ramble but like if we're in here i want to make sure everyone's super informed has the you know correct uh, avenues to follow and the correct links so if we're all good on questions on my end i'm good uh, i'm good where i am and uh, you know we can pass it on to the next if i'm not the last i think meadow drago meadow drago's still up but um, okay, no, boys, right. let me pass it on. Let me pass it on, and thanks for having us. Always, really, really appreciate it, guys. Like we're we're always here to uh, to show greatness. Of course, man. Yeah, I appreciate you coming up here. Um, thanks, thanks for the chat, and thanks for um, thanks for all the information and uh, all the alpha that you've been dropping on us here. Um, definitely, we'll be trying out the game at some point in this week. Uh, last but not least, uh, let's go over to Meta Drago. Um, guys, thank you so much for uh, sticking around. I know it's been one of the longer shows, so I really, really do appreciate you staying here. Um, uh, if you don't mind, uh, please give us a quick refresh uh, because the room has turned over quite a bit. I think we've got a couple of uh, new audience members, so um, give us a quick refresh as to what Meta Drago is, and um, then we'll dive dive in and ask some questions. So, um, Metadrago overall, guys, um, we are tackling a big picture. We've been around since November, um, and there are a lot of issues that we ran into when we were starting. When we were trying to um, start our uh, our own project and get our own project off the ground, and we realized that um, you know there's in MD we've met a lot of up and coming people, a lot of uh, up and coming talent, um, a lot of young builders with not a lot of resources at their disposal. So. Um, starting this journey with NFT projects, um, we realized that there were a lot of services that we wish we did have. So everything that we're doing, all the solutions that we're offering to um, provide sustainability and longevity to these NFT projects, which is, you know, NFTs are basically new age intellectual property. This is the next move. Um, but anyways, yeah, we've, we've been building out a bunch of solutions uh, specifically pertaining to uh, up and coming builders. Um, and that's that's a brief summary. Um, I'm not actually going to be able to cover every single thing we're doing in just this one space. It's going to overload a lot of people. So what I'd like to do is uh, come back uh, maybe a couple weeks from now and speak on um, other areas that I didn't get to cover today. Um, today, I'd like to cover um, two things. I'd like to cover the, uh, the Alpha platform that we're building right now. And I'd also like to cover um, our services uh, in general, our ecosystem services. And these are these should in general cover a wide range of our um, solutions for Web3 and just blockchain in general. So, okay, um, nice one. What, yeah. what, what so, was the platform that you mentioned? Sorry, you, you cut out there. was uh, something platform. Alpha platform. So, Alpha platform. Yes, yes. So in MD... Okay, sorry. Uh, yes, so it wasn't intentional. It was never intentional, but MD um, ended up becoming uh, a pretty... A pretty next level alpha, um, a pretty next level alpha community. Uh, I don't, I'm, I still don't know how to this day how this happened. But um, the only, because you know, guys, I've been in a couple different servers. I've been in a couple different alphas. 
um, the only place that you can get as much value as MD right now. And uh, uh, some of y'all might be shaking your head, but Tile. You know, I got a Tile. I'm a Tile holder. I've seen how both work. And M the quality of Alpha that MD has right now, the, the community in there is just ridiculous. And let me tell you something, guys. When you have a... Um, when you when you guys have legit alpha collars and these guys are printing, these guys are literally turning your holders from fish into whales. There's nothing you can pay these guys efficiently. So this is why we wanted to create the alpha platform. We wanted to give these guys their own platform um, where um, they can get subscriptions, where people can tip them. You know, pay you know pay a little bit forward back to these alpha collars that just made um, a. Uh, that basically just multiplied their investment by a ton just off of a little information that they had. Um, these guys are constantly doing this. It doesn't matter what the meta is looking like. It doesn't matter if we're in a bull market or a bear market. These guys here will literally find any way to make your holders money, and it's insane. So we needed to make this alpha platform because here's my biggest problem with the space, right? Um, when you're looking on Twitter, right, and you're looking at a lot of these big influencers, I'm not calling anybody else specifically. <laughs> but anyways, when you're looking at a lot of these influencers, you there is a big problem with a lot of these big names that are pumping their own bags. They literally just pump their own bags. They say, buy this. They don't really give you a reason why to buy. And everybody blindly, you know, cheaps into it. You know, they buy into the specific thing and they get dumped on immediately. You know, in the process of that big pump, these influencers are tossing down their bags immediately. Okay, so um, what we wanted to do, we wanted to create a platform where there's no way for these people to hide. You know what I'm saying? They can't, they can't, they can't bullshit their cause. I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up. If you are making people money, they will see it on your profile. You're going to be able to see what type of statistics. You're going to be able to see what type of statistics that you've, um, you, you just in general, how much wealth you've brought to um, everybody following your cause. We're going to have all these stats built into the website, and um, we're going to clean it up. So we we, we actually finalized phase one of this platform today. Um, the platform is going to be called Kingdom Alpha, and it's not just for alpha. This can be used for courses. This can be. I think you can view this more of a um, a Web three blockchain type of OnlyFans or Patreon. OnlyFans, but yeah, that's that would be the best way to um, to explain that. Um, I'll I'll leave room for questions before I move on um, into the next details. I don't want to go too far. Um, I'm just I'm just sort of trying to uh, wrap my head around it. Um, so so basically, you will have alpha callers, and you'll uh, as as a user, I might be able to subscribe to the alpha caller, and um, you know get get uh, information from them or alpha calls from them for um, X amount of like monthly fee. Correct. So, uh -huh. so let's say it like this. I guess this is, the, this is the best way to structure it. I'm going to structure it in a way that's a little bit easier to follow. So you have DAOs, right? We want to change the way that alpha is done. So every single um, community has a DAO. Every single, um, all these NFT projects, there's many, there's many DAOs in the space. Um, we can onboard DAOs and those specific DAOs can have their, alpha, their alpha callers on that platform. So one of the biggest reasons why we created the alpha platform in the first place was because we had a massive problem with mirroring. Um, you know, if you're if you're a DAO that is known for alpha, um, you're going to have and all the blue chips have this, too. Um, you have all these projects that are mirroring your channels because they want to see what type of information you guys are circulating through there. And it kind of dilutes the value. So this has been a big problem with Discord um, moving forward in general. So what we wanted to do is we want to create a system where these guys where these different DAOs can secure their information onboard their um, their alpha callers and their alpha callers can get rewarded for um, the amount of effort and value that they're bringing to their communities. You get what I'm saying? Does that, does that put it together a little bit better? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes, that makes total sense. Okay, that's really interesting, actually. 
Okay, yes. Okay, so but this wouldn't be exclusive to DAOs. So we did structure this solution specifically for us, but we've expanded it past that. Um, in fact, we don't want to keep this as a Solana-based solution. Um, what we'd like to do is we'd ex like we'd like to expand this to other blockchains as well. Um, in fact, let's say we have a influencer, you know, um, a coin caller or something, an influencer from uh, from TikTok, from Twitter, etc. Just or on YouTube, anybody that has um, a strong influence. Rather than them going to Patreon and doing stuff like that, um, we can bring them onto this platform and uh, they can use this platform for their courses. They can use it for exclusive courses. They can use it for um, uh, calls. They can do it. They can do um, private reviews on projects. You know what I'm saying? We want to make like a one stop shop platform in general for these content creators that are um, bringing value to their holders. And we want to um, or just followers in general. And uh, we want to use this platform as a one stop shop um, for these guys to bring um, value to themselves while easily providing value to um, everybody else around them in a secure manner where it's not being leaked in every other instance. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Okay, so, I mean, uh, an easy way to understand for everyone would be um, Patreon for for the, the, the crypto space. Right, correct, exactly. Yeah. That's the best okay. way to put it. Very clear. Um, that, sounds, that sounds really cool. Yeah, why not? Um, I, I'd, I'd be interested in... Um, trying out a platform like that um and and then this came about sort of randomly you said uh what came about randomly was the okay so let me explain so um when we started off as a uh project in this space um our community in general just happened to it wasn't intentional but they turned into an alpha centered community um for some reason compared to a lot of other different projects these guys were all about their alpha and they were always finding different ways to um get each other off the ground like for example we had Bewinks who made niftybot um he pioneered a lot of different things a lot of different ideas um and there were a lot of you know ideas that we built together and um in general uh we created many different solutions that kind of how do i say this incentivized alpha so not only were we just the alpha community, but we had a lot of alpha tools. And now um, through this alpha platform, we want to take that to the next level and turn it into an expansive solution that, that's very scalable, if that makes sense. Um, the way that we'll make revenue off this platform is simply just by taking 5% um, of uh, subscriptions, tips, etc., and 10% um, of all revenue generated from any of our different services and companies will go directly into the token. All right, all right, amazing. Okay, no, that, that's all. It's all very clear to me. Um, unless Moon, you have any any, any other questions uh, regarding this, um, uh, then then we can move into the, the the second part that you mentioned. Yes. Well, I guess just how big is the team, Meta? How big is the team for um, the Alpha platform? Or is it just the team as a whole? Yeah. So it, okay, so. It's a little bit complicated because we have multiple services, right? We have multiple services, and I'm going to jump into those in a little bit. Um, but we have a specific team and subservices. I want to call them subservices that are handling each specific um, area. As far as the alpha platform, it is mainly um, me, the developer, and all of our alpha callers. And what we want to do is if we can, we feel like if we can perfect this platform for our holders and uh, in a way that's really innovative to them, then um, it should be more than scalable for the rest of the other communities. So it just depends on which um, on which service we're talking about. But as far as our infrastructure goes, um, we're building out the ecosystem and we have sub-services. We have different, you know, you know, sub-companies, sub-services, whatever you want to call them, um, that are building out each thing from the ground up. So we're trying to literally build out, um, for the past couple of months, we've been building our own foundation from, from basically scratch.
All right, good stuff. Um, now, what was the, the the second service that you mentioned that you want to talk about today? Okay, so the second one I want to talk about was W three Solutions, and this this is the W three Solutions is a one stop shop consultancy for uh, NFT projects, um, whether it be for strategy, um, branding, etc. Um, that is made up of multiple subservices, as I spoke about earlier. So we have one subservice called uh, Equinox Design that handles branding and um, just everything regarding the art. Um, he's building; he's currently building an art generator that allows you to um, pair certain traits together. Now, there's already um, a couple tools out there like that, but we would like to have this in-house. Um, and the whole, you know, concept of that is to uh, build out a proper. Um, you know, a quality looking NFT project. You know, there's some traits that shouldn't be going together. We want people to be able to personalize that experience. On another end, we have uh, Kingdom, uh, sorry, yeah, Kingdom W3, which is our development subservice. Kingdom W3 is what's currently building out um, Metadrago's roadmap right now. Now, as far as that roadmap, that's what, that's what I would like to come back and speak about um, on the next phase. I, I don't want to cover that today because it's a lot of detail. Um, but we're building out, after we finish building out what we have right now, um, for that development service, we're going to have the framework to build basically anything that anybody needs on Solana. Um, we are, in this season, coming up as a, um, a proper development power in the space. And um, I'll come back to that in a second. And then we also have um, two, a couple other sub-services, one for lore, one for lore design, um, story, you know, storytelling, etc., and another one for um, tokenomics. And the, sorry, and la the last one for marketing. And uh, actually, that subservice is going to be ran by the Pilgrims. But anyway, so we have all these subservices, and we want to take, uh, through W3 Solutions, we want to make it a true one-stop shop. And the way that we want to advertise these services is by um, probably seasonally or um, every couple months. What we want to do is we want to hold some kind of competition where up-and-coming builders can um, apply for this competition, and you know they'll be required to do AMAs, do presentations, etc., and um, whoever wins, whoever the community votes, whoever Solana votes um, to have their project built, will have their complete projects built for free. The whole entire project will be built for free. Um, everything uh, regarding development and uh, everything regarding uh, literally everything from the ground up. We will literally build their entire project, their entire idea for free. And we'll bring exposure to these young up and coming builders as well. It sounds like you guys are doing quite a bit here. Um, yes. I know that you, you said... You, you got a number of people on your team. Um, if you could make it very clear, what, what exactly are the, the, the benefits of being the holder? Because the, the, these platforms that you're creating, these services, they, they all sound fantastic. But um, uh, yeah, as, as a holder, what do I see from it exactly? Because I'm assuming these services are going to be available to pretty much everyone, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. So this is the benefits. There's going to be multiple benefits um, for holders. So I'll, I'll start with one, which is, you know, the basic um, juicy portion that, you know, not a lot of people like. No, but not a lot of people like um, the idea of liquid tokens anymore. I mean, we've seen how a lot of projects have used it. And most of the time their projects uh, or their tokens go to zero. Um, that's what we ran with in the beginning. And we decided to um, do something ambitious and stick with it. So all the revenue that we get from these services, all of all the revenue that we get, um, you know, W3 gets in general. 10% um, of that, and just anything we do in general, like I said with the Alpha platform, 10% of everything will go back into that token. So we will make sure that there is, we are committing that 10% to go back to the holders. Uh, Metadrigo as a project will be the only project that can stake directly into Ember. No matter how we expand the ecosystem in the future, Metadrigo itself will be the only project that can stake directly into the token. That's it. That's a wrap. Like they are the only project that can stake directly into this token. Now, number two, 
um, Metadrago in general, depending on how much you're holding or if you're holding at all, um, you'll have benefits through all of these services. So let's say um, we do become that powerhouse of a um, one-stop shop on Solana, like I'm saying right now. Um, these guys will know, these people will know that they're going to have to um, buy into the project if they want certain discounts or certain benefits for holding X amount. You get what I'm saying? Um, so, excuse me. So there's a bunch of different ways that our Dragos are built into this business model. In fact, um, we're funneling the benefits into this one project so much that we're probably going to have to, we're going to have to sweep it. Um, seasonally, we're going to have to sweep the floor and uh, ho uh, hold these things in a vault ourselves. Because um, the whole idea is that eventually, especially as things start to pick up, um, we really believe that um, all these services and all these benefits will be in high demand and uh, not too many people can just have them, which is why we're going to have to reinvest into the project ourselves. Right on. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, for me personally, I think I think it's all very clear. Um, um, or it's fairly clear. Um, if, if anyone has any questions in the audience or if you'd like to clarify something, feel free to request a mic. But um, yeah, Meta Drago, um, we're definitely going to have to have you back on the show at some point to go into um, the other aspects of the project and uh, like really dive deep because, like like I said before, it seems like you guys are doing quite a bit here, and um, I'd love to get a like a deeper and better understanding. Definitely, hundred um, percent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there is there anything else that you'd like to share um, with us here before before we um, close out the show? Um. No, that's about it, guys. Um, we do have our own development service. If anybody does have a project and they need something specifically built out, um, we can handle anything on-chain, um, anything Rust development. We also handle stuff. Uh, yeah, our developer is pretty, um, pretty diverse. He can, handle, um, he can handle anything in multiple areas. But yeah, we're, we want to be that one-stop shop. We want to be that service um, that's out here. You know, we watched, uh, I sent Zen Dragons a client uh, a couple months ago. And man, there's just a low demand for, uh, or sorry, not a low demand. There's a really high demand for development right now because um, those guys charged. I, I, actually, I shouldn't put that business out there, but it's in high demand. Yeah, man, we have the yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Um, yeah, no. It's, I mean, if you, if you guys sort of operate similar to Zen Dragons, I, I think you should be able to gain quite a bit of traction because um, I, I've got. Uh, some of the NFTs and the payouts for the last two months, I haven't checked the, the last month, but payouts for the last couple of months have been decent, you know, like right. pretty good. Yeah. So if you can provide something like that to your holders, I'm, 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 I'm sure that they'd be very happy. Um, especially because I think your floor at the moment is, I, I don't remember, I, I don't have it open right now, but it, it was definitely not, uh, not as high as in Dragon. So definitely a, a better entry point. Um, yes, we've been, um, I'll say this, we've been building very quietly in the background. Yeah. Reason being is because there's, there tends to be a lot of, uh, I think the space is in a really weird position. You know, like, like I said earlier, I feel like this, the space is in the stone ages yet. Um, there's a lot of competition going on. A lot of people are trying to do the same things. Um, but a lot of people don't understand that you can literally build something as simple as a cup right now, something as innovative as a cup and people will go crazy over it. That's how early we are, but no, that's, yeah, that's all. That's all I got to say, guys. Thank you for having me. Of course, yeah, no, I appreciate you coming up, and I, I do agree with you. It, we are in very, very early stages of NFTs, and especially Solana NFTs. I mean, God, what, it's been like a year maybe since the first Solana NFT was created? Yeah, um, actually, here this month. Here this month. Yeah, yeah that's, that's insane. That's insane, and I, th I think the, the amount of progress that we've made in that time is is huge. You know, oh, we've, yeah. we've, done, we've, we've done quite well here, and I'm so, so excited for the next few years. Um 
whether that's you know bear market, bull market, whatever. I know that development is going to continue um, because that's the way it is in the space. So anyway, let me not ramble on here. Um, appreciate you coming up here, Meta Jago. Appreciate you sticking around. Um, uh, I know that it was one of our, our longer shows. Um, thank you to all of our wonderful guests. This has been the Morning Mint show. Uh, we had uh, Centuries, Vandal City Corp, Cyanova, Metadrago, and uh, the, the Brinfinite guys um, talking about their projects, sharing some information. Um, thanks to our listeners. Um, and if, you, if, if you've been listening and if you like any of the projects that we've uh, been speaking with, please check out their Twitters, their Discords, their websites. Do a bit of your own uh, research. This is just the first step of the show. Um, we're not here to give you any financial advice. Uh, we may express opinions, but that's all they are, opinions. Uh, so please, please, please do your own research. Use a burner wallet. Um, this is The Morning Mint Show. Uh, it, is, it is hosted by myself, Tosso, and Moon Roving. We have been doing it for a very long time now, um, uh, relatively, uh, rel- relative to the space. And we will keep doing them as long as you guys find value. Um, and I think uh, we don't have any uh, lined up for next week, uh, but if you'd like to uh, keep in touch uh, and um, basically stay updated on uh, um, who we'll be talking to next, make sure to follow both of us. And uh, we'll see you sometime soon. Yeah, we've Moon? got a couple of dates on the calendar for next week. I just put them on there, uh, Koopy. So, yeah. Uh, only a couple of projects that we've reached out to so far. Usually we'll, we'll get, uh, you know, substantial amount like thursday friday saturday so next week yeah we'll have two morning shows two late shows so it should be another good week nice uh but yeah another long call uh awesome projects digging deep really good content doing research all that good stuff but uh yeah guys and um full story good seeing you again because we'll see you next of week of course huh? <clears throat> see you next week all right um yeah take care guys um hopefully you have a good rest of your week and uh we'll see you soon yep be bye safe bye. guys cheers bye